This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com. You're listening to Keep It Magic Radio. 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 Are you ready to make some magic? Jackie and Storm are putting the pieces together for you. Find out what planets are changing the game and how to harness that energy. Get the latest metaphysical perspective on hot topics. Learn how to make magic work for you. Nothing is too hot or personal for Jackie and Storm to handle. Visit our website weekly for articles, updates, and the latest information to transform your life at www.keepitmagic.com. Now here is Jackie Smith and Storm Sestavani. Hey, welcome to Keep It Magic, everybody. I am the sassy Jackie Smith, and I'm here with the intelligent, brilliant, amazing Storm Sestavani, and we're the team that braves any issue. We laugh at life. And we break down all the barriers of the status quo. Okay, that sounds a little frightening. Is that a little frightening? I like it. I think it's a little powerful there. So this show is sponsored by Coventry Creations. And no matter what your problem, issue, fear, need, desire, we have a candle for that. So for the next hour, we're going to get to um, some content that you have been asking for. And, um, you know, I did some math the other day, Storm, and we have a combined 50 years of experience. I know. That's kind of frightening. Is that frightening, too? It wasn't too hard, Jackie. 25 plus 25 is kind of 50. <laughs> I know. But that's, it's an impressive number, a little bit scary number. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, you can visit our website, keepitmagic.com, where you can find the archives to our show, or links, I should say, to the archives on Blog Talk Radio or on Stitcher. And um, you can uh, find Storm at StormSestavani.com. You can find me mostly on CoventryCreations.com, but I also have a little website of my own called Ask-Jackie.com, A-S-K-Jackie. And I'm working on a simpler URL, just so you know. (laughs) January, you might hear me saying, and go find AuntJackie.com, which is the one I'm working on. So... um, the Ask Jackie was really just going to be about linking it. It wasn't going to be about saying askjackie.com because you know what that sounds like? ASS. All last show, you were saying Ask Jackie, and I wanted to go, ASK, ASK. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. I mean, it, it's clear I was saying ask. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have been called one. Ask dash jackie.com yes so so next hopefully next month uh, when we do our shows we'll have a different url for me to say but there's been so much going on this past year it's been a year of and this is our last show of 2013 so i'm feeling a little retrospective in the moment um we're gonna do a little predictive stuff storm's going to take us through astrology and um but i'm feeling a little retrospective there a lot happened this year yeah a lot happened uh, Book launch, um, did a lot of changes over at Coventry, staff changes, personal changes. You know, I'm even repainting a room in my house and putting up new Ikea shelves. It's a lot of changes. That sounds interesting. I know. No, it's not. <laughs> but I read the most fun thing, and I think it might be my theme for 2014. What's that? Smiling. The power of a smile. 
Oh Lord, go ahead, tell me. No, it's really. It was really kind of interesting. I was mm-hmm. laughing. I was laughing quite mm-hmm. a bit. So this guy did. Um, what's his name? I gotta look up his name. Hold on. His name is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fine. Ron Gutman. Um, and he did a whole book on smile, and I lost the name of the title. But he did this whole study on um, looking through yearbooks, and um, and then older yearbooks, and then tracking the people's success. But the yeah. people with the bigger smiles in their yearbook senior pictures, they had better marriages. They had more success in their life. Um, they were considered more um, uh, more competent um, experts in their fields versus the people who were not smiling. And then he did a study on going back in time on old baseball cards. Yeah. So the baseball players who had bigger smiles in their baseball cards statistically ended up um, healthier, they lived longer, they had better careers, longer-term careers. Isn't that interesting? I'm starting to understand why models don't smile now. Number one, they need a cheeseburger. Yeah, because they're, oh, you know what? It takes a lot of pie to stay this curvy and voluptuous in my world, and that just keeps me happy. Yeah, they, if you notice, they never smile in any pictures. And I'm noticing this on album covers now also. When they take these pictures, um, uh, Britney yes. Spears just released a new album, and she's not even smiling. And I'm just like, okay. So so here's here's some of these crazy studies. And a lot of these studies were Tell done me. by, some of these studies were done by Darwin. And <clears throat> so... Darwin would um, put electrodes into um, on somebody's face to force a smile, and they would measure the response in the pleasure centers of the brain. And the, <laughs> the response in the pleasure center of the brain, even in forced smiling, um, was greater or equivalent to 10,000 chocolate bars. Because, you know, chocolate stimulates the pleasure centers of the yeah. brain. It, 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 it releases endorphins. So even a fake smile released, you know, like 10,000 times more endorphins than a piece of chocolate did. So there's a, a, a reward. There's an endorphin pleasure center brain reward for every time you smile. And so then Darwin also talked about, he created this theory going back that a smile um, – changes your um your your endorphin your chem- your chemical makeup <clears throat> and so when you smile at someone or you smile back at someone I should say it's actually um an, uh, a primal response so you're going to match their facial expression as a natural thing you match their facial expression and you matching that facial expression gives you um an uh, a read an energetic or, or I should say chemical read on what the mood of that person is Oh, interesting. So um, <clears throat> if you want to fake how you're feeling, <laughs> you're pissed off, you smile at somebody, they smile back, they get a little comfortable, and then you go in for the kill. But um, but you can actually change your whole structure, and actually people who are smiling are considered more competent. <laughs> Good. Just, I know. So, so, yes, you can smile your way through life and get by with it. I'm for it. <laughs> I just have to practice my fake smile versus my real smile so that your fake smile starts to get a little bit, like, smirky. Yeah. I mean, not yours per se, but mine. One's fake smile can get a little, like, hmm, smirky. <laughs> so 
Um, that was my little interesting thing that I've learned recently. <laughs> I love it, though. I, I dig it. it. Go ahead. I dig it. Yeah. You know, um, Monica works for me, my niece. And I she, love her. She is always smiling and laughing and giggling, and it has changed the entire energy of this place. It, it, the entire attitude has changed my attitude, too. So now I want to match that fun. I absolutely want to match that fun. And um, sometimes I need um, that extrovert in me needs that that bouncing off of other people to, you know, when one person laughs versus another person laughs. That's why they have laugh tracks on um, on sitcoms. And yeah. they still do when you don't even realize it, but it helps you laugh harder. Yeah. That's why live laughter seems so interesting. Okay, so back to the real stuff. Everyone wants to know about astrology. And you posted, what did you post on Facebook? What do you want to know? Yeah, but we were going to do the show, and what do people want to know about 2014? An overwhelming response, world peace. World peace, (laughs) which immediately, whenever I hear that, I have to tell you, Jackie, I don't know if you've seen the movie Miss Congeniality. Oh, yes. But, um, uh, you know, the character that Sandra Bullock plays, Mm -hmm. Gracie Hart, through the whole movie, she's going, "Ah, world peace, world peace, world peace. And at the end, you know, when she becomes Miss Congeniality, of course she says she's up there and she has tears coming out, and she goes, and I really do want world peace. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I can think about when I saw all of these people asking about world peace. And, um... I did a lot of thinking about it because I'm writing an article on the astrology of 2014, which should be up at any point. But um, You're not done with that yet? I, I don't know. Um, uh, number one, I don't know if there's really such a thing as world peace. Um, I don't know whether or not that world peace is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and number three... Um, I think that the fastest way for us to get uh, world peace is for us to um, take a look take a look at our own stank. Yeah. Um, which is something that Sandy says it starts with you. Uh, yes, and and my my concern with it, Jackie, is that uh, you know we all want it, um, but what I also see is that there's not many people that are willing to go for to the particular effort to getting it. You know why? Tell me. Because it involves actually paying attention to the other person's point of view. I agree with you. I, I just, I've been reading um, Five Love Languages, which I, I think we need to do a, a month on. And um, it's, an, it's an old book. It's an oldie but goodie. And, um, and I, he, he talks a lot about letting go of your own stuff. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, I think that a lot of the problem is is that we don't necessarily have... Uh, we all love to throw out terms, especially in, in metaphysical communities that we're an empath and um, all this other stuff. Um, yeah, I th- you know, to be empathic means that you have the ability to walk in somebody else's shoe, to be able to view life through their particular eyes, mm-hmm. to be able to have, to understand and or comprehend or even feel their particular emotions. 
um, uh, and what they're going through. And I, I, there's just so much stuff that I see going on in the world uh, today, Jackie, that I just, you know, sit back and ask myself, you know, do people even think about any of this before they take their particular actions? And I will be the first one to say that for many, many years, I could care less about what uh, what other people were feeling. Um, uh, you know, but when you uh, start to begin to become reflective and start to go through a little bit of the alchemical process, you know, part of the cleansing out of your sank, um, I think is also attempting to try to understand how, you know, your particular actions or your particular behaviors may have influenced and or um, hurt other individuals and for anybody that I've heard, I'm sorry. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, we all, before we start doing things, especially, you know, when it's so easy nowadays, Jackie, to be a keyboard warrior, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, your turn. So, <laughs> uh, you know, you 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 said you you threw that little if, and if, with any for anybody I've hurt. I'm sorry. Um, you know, um, you you are very very heartfelt in your apologies, mm-hmm. and you have been heartfelt in your apologies for a long time. And I think one of the things that um, causes a continual dis- discord amongst people is. <clears throat> an unwillingness to accept an apology. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go back to how the relationship was. No. Nor even have the relationship. Or nor, nor even have the relationship. But when you hang on to, like, my husband apologized for something, and I just still was not happy with it. <laughs> because it still wasn't getting my way. Um, he goes, I'm really sorry that your feelings are getting hurt about this, but I can't change what's going on. You know, and it wasn't it wasn't a backhanded thing, but I was still pissed off yeah. that he wasn't going to come. Oh, see, the, I wanted his apology to be an acquiesce acquiesce. That's the right word to my needs. Yeah, I wanted him to apologize and then give me what I wanted. Damn it. Yeah. And so, um, was that a word I could say? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you just can't put God in front of it. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. So so I didn't want to accept an apology. And so this is this goes along with the world peace it, it, it really, it really, really does because you know I see bullying, and I see um, you, you know quite offensive behavior, um, and uh, you know I think if people just sat down for two seconds, Jackie. Mm-hmm. And ask, you know what? I'm about to take this action. How are other people going to feel about it? Yeah. Is this going to hurt somebody um, uh, directly and or indirectly? And you know, we throw out these lovely little terms of um, pop culture snippets, uh, like um, "I'm speaking my own truth." Yes, and but I want to push back a little bit on this, sure. and this is something that I'm going through a lot of my own healing process with um, the real different relationships in my life. And we were, yeah. we were talking about one of them earlier today. And um, realizing that the person you're interacting with on the other side or the government that you're interacting or the culture that you're uh-huh. interacting on the other side does not have the same history, perspective, or experience that you do. They have their own damage, their own hurt, their own history. So you could be really upset at at your uncle Joe for being callous, and and um, or or you know that your your coworker for eating you know continuously eating your food from the fridge. But you might not know 
that that they have their own damage. Yes. So they're reacting. They're not self-aware, so they're reacting from their own damage. But when you get a group of self, honestly self-aware people in the room who then say, um, you know what, I, I'm, I'm not feeling this, or I'm really sorry about this, or you get that self-awareness going on, and, and then it becomes catchy. Yes. And and so could you imagine um, culturally a culturally aware culture? Yeah, and, 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 and that's why, you know, I think that if people really want world peace, if it is something that they really aspire for, the way to start is to look at your own strength. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, to look at, and, you know, the, the wonderful thing um, is, we have one more year, Jackie, of Saturn going through Scorpio. And Saturn, of course, is the great lesson bringer or the cosmic cop or, um, you know, it, it, it's our skin. It's our survival method. It's what we um, use to protect ourselves from those bad, awful outer planets I'll be talking about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, that do things that we don't like. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, Saturn... The sign of Scorpio has to do with all of that stuff that is underneath the feet, underneath the surface that is toxic, and it it, it has to do with very primal um, uh, feelings. If you were to strip us of our ability to communicate, um, our ability to um, be civilized, um, and left us strictly in the animal kingdom, Jackie, as animals, that would be the sign of Scorpio, um, and. I think that with Saturn going through that particular sign, which has a lot to do with um, uh, uh, parental curses, it has a lot to do with uh, human darkness, it has to do with some of the nastier sides of life, uh, which what it comes down to, Jackie, is our need to survive, you know, really. Mm-hmm. Um, with Saturn going through that particular sign, I think that we have a great opportunity to basically look inward at our own stank and realize, you know, and really take a good look at what changes that we need to make in our lives, and we have another year of it. So I urge people to take 2014 to really self-discover who they are as individuals, what their hurts are, what their pains are, what um, uh, motivates them, what drives them, what are they doing that may not necessarily be in their best interest, what dysfunctions do they have, what addictions do they have, what frogs are they sleeping in their bed, again with tonight, go back to our last show. I was going to say, so um, going back to our last show, what is it that you really want to be successful at or yeah, as? Yeah. Exactly, and really take the particular opportunity. Astrology is an instructive language. It's not a directive language. It doesn't direct you, it instructs you. And either you take the particular lessons that astrology has to give, and you have them personally, and you have them universally, um, and you apply them to your particular life, or there's nothing left for the chart left to work with, Jackie, except your sink. Yeah. And if it's working with your sink, it's just going to get more smelly. Well, and if you if you act like you said, like you don't stink. Yeah. Then. What happens is that um, it gets pretty potent. Yeah. You're in denial, and then everybody else smells way worse. Yes. 
<laughs> you know, and pretty soon, you know, when you get enough people with their stank in a room together, dealing with all of this stuff, pretty soon it looks like the Detroit sewer department. Um, uh, hey, 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 I have to live that. Yeah, but your sewer department is bigger than mine, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have used my own. But um, uh, 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 not to say that it is any less stinky. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just a bigger city. So uh, um, uh, I, I think that it is a year for people to look inside because, Jackie, the other transits that we have going on, we've had one that's been going on since um, 2010, um, which is Uranus and Square to Pluto, and I've talked about it a million times. I will talk about it again. It's that important. Um, and Just a long-term one, right? Yeah. It, it, it will continue through 2015. So we'll probably be talking about it next December as well. <laughs> um, uh, and basically what this particular aspect is, is um, it reminds me when it, I, I was thinking about, you know how I like to work with imagery, um, and I was thinking about a particular book that would convey this particular message. And the one that I um, have picked, that conveys it has been overworked and overworked and overworked, but I can't think of a better descriptor. Mm-hmm. It is 1984, um, and which was a book that was written by George Orwell, in which you had um, Winston, who is the central character, who is going through a process of self-discovery throughout the entire novel, um, and he's starting to understand, you know, that things around him stink, um, and he is part of the stink. Um, and he's actively participating in the sink. Um, and then you have the antagonist of the of the novel, who is Big Brother, um, which is Pluto and Capricorn, by the way, um, which is a particular a particular governmental structure that is motivated by one thing: power. And basically, with this particular aspect, what you have is the urge to be individual, the urge to be unique, the, in, the urge to follow the beat of your own drum is at war with structures. The, and the, the difficulty with it is, and I think that this is why it gets projected so badly, Jackie, and it, you know, it, uh, we had the um, riots in Egypt, the uprising. Um, we had them in Tanzania. Um, we have had Iraq or Iran, the Iranian election controversy. Um, we had the uh, labor union uh, issue in Wisconsin. Um, we've had many cases in which the mass has stood up and basically said, we're not going to deal with this anymore. And that's fine and good, but the governor of Wisconsin is still Scott Walker. Um, uh, the choices and the decisions that people have made after these particular events and incidents have not really changed. Egypt is on the ver- is on the verge of a civil war. Um, we now have an issue in regards to Syria, which is on the verge of civil war. Um, Iran is actually being behaved. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's, what's going on there. But, uh, you, you know, that there are these particular um, is- issues that are going on. We're still a country that is the Hatfields and the McCoys. Um, there is not any form of an agreement from either the left or the right. Um, and, you know, the difficulty here is is that we all get caught up on this, and we would rather project Uranus and Pluto, Jackie, on the outer world and let it be out there. It's the Republicans, it's the Democrats, it's the Egyptians, it's the Scott Walkers. What we're not doing is that we're not saying, wait a second, on one level, I helped them get there. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the important factor of Uranus and square to Pluto that I think that we all have to take a look at, which goes back very, very strongly to having to look at ourselves in our own motivations. You can't become individual um, if you don't go through that inner inner particular process of exploring some of these larger concepts. And I think it's necessary for each of us to ask ourselves, you know, and, and uh, you know, if, if people want to ask themselves and say, how did I assist in this? Well, you know, I've made choices in regards to voting for people, and, you know, um, uh, I've given to this, and I've, uh, you know, turned a blind eye on this, and I've done this, and uh, and take responsibility for that. That's a catalyst for change. So after that, if you want to blame anybody underneath the planet, feel right ahead and go ahead with it. Do I think but that politics you, is corrupt? Yes. Would you say, in addition to that, that it's about your choices going forward that can potentially change those worlds? I think that you have to you have to first, Jackie, recognize the choices that you've made. Otherwise, the choices that you make in the future are probably not going to change much. Okay. In other words, I think that you're right. Um, I think that you know the choices and the decisions that you make in the future are pivotal and important. Uh, but I think in order to get to the point where you're making decisions based upon realness and authenticity, mm-hmm. you also have to look at the choices and decisions you've made in the past. I can see that. Um, I can see that um, because you have to you have to look at and address and let go of your past. Yes. Before you can build a new future, that that I'm I'm down with absolutely. The the other thing that I think is highly important is we have two eclipses happening in the signs uh, or, or solar eclipses uh, in 2014. One happening in the sign of Taurus, the other happening in the sign of Scorpio. One happens in April, the other happens in October. Um, these are the financial sectors of the chart: Taurus and Scorpio. Taurus has to do with money. Scorpio has to do with other people's money, <laughs> um, uh, a.k.a. debt. Okay. Um, uh, and I think that one of the things that we have to do in order to really look at how strongly this Uranus square Pluto is in our lives right now, and why I will tell you Pluto is winning for sure, um, is because of our particular focus and belief that money um, is going to solve and answer every single one of our problems, and it's going to do all of these particular things, and uh, and uh, people don't want to spend it. Some people want to spend too much of it. You know, we really need to look at our relationship with money. Okay. So, hang on, let's go back one step. So, as far as world peace goes, there isn't any. I don't think that we're going to see world peace in 2014. I think that we will actually probably see things, especially in the month of June. From April till June, I think that we may see things become a little bit worse. April to June, we're going to see some hotbed activity. Yeah. Okay. And then concerning um, now concerning money, uh, yours and other people's. Yes. It's a, it, we, you're looking at a required change in attitude. Yes. Okay, so talk more about that. That's the that's a Taurus. Because it's, it's the two eclipses that are happening in the sign of uh, of Taurus and Scorpio. Um, the reason I think this, Jackie, is I think that a lot of the problem with 
Uranus in square to Pluto is a government that has run amok and is in too much control. And then you have individuals. You know, um, Uranus um, is in a very personal sign of Aries, which has to do with the individual. It has to do with me. Um, and Uranus is charging up the meanness in people, not meanness, meanness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, and it, it's providing people with an opportunity to really look at what it is that they want. Um, at the same time, what they're doing, Jackie, they're seeing what they want, and then they see this overarching governmental structural system that we've created. A lot of people are just willing to give up. Rather than them sitting down and looking at things like um, uh, uh I was having a discussion with uh, a friend of mine the other day, and uh, you know, she was stating, um, you know, there's just not as much jobs as that there used to be, and you know, uh, 20 years ago, you know, you didn't have any problems, and you know, God bless Bill Clinton, and God bless Bill Clinton, you know, I, uh, I have no disparages towards Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton also didn't have one problem that he dealt with: that over 10 jobs are lost per every computer. You don't need those people anymore. And the price that we pay, I think, for progress, Jackie, um, at times is, uh, you know, progress doesn't really concern individuals in many ways. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, progress is about making things easier and, you know, having this gadget and that gadget, which I will be honest, I can't live without them. But, but, you know, um, 20 years ago, uh, I'm sure you at Coventry, Jackie, had to have a bigger staff because um, uh, you didn't have the computer power that you have now. Now things can be done relatively very quickly um, with a computer and that there's not the necessity for those particular staffs. Um, uh, staffs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, so basically, you know, these are the things that we have to look at and, and um, our relationship with these particular things is very important. Taurus has a lot to do with things. Um, and it has to do with our material possessions. And I think that uh, we need just to take a greater look at, you know, what it is that we're doing in order to make our lives more convenient. That's not to say to get rid of your iPhone or your computers or your iPads or, you know, your Kindles or anything of that nature. God bless those devices. Um, but at the same time, realize that we can't go back to 1993. Okay. So so what you're saying about finances is that you're not seeing a huge change right now. I'm not seeing a huge change financially. And, and we're, we have to get through into 2015. It would, not, it would not surprise me if in April and or October we go through a, another financial crisis. Okay. Do you, do you, does it indicate what sector? Um, my feeling is, is that it will probably be in the stock sector again. It, do you think it would be in the housing sector? Do you feel that there's a correction, housing correction? I Just before you say that, intuitively, mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is I think there's going to be another housing cor- correction. I think that there's going to be a housing correction, and I think that there's also going to be a stock market correction. In other words, I think that there's a lot of stocks out there that right now that are a little bit inflated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when the reality 
of uh, you know what company companies are, are are arbitrarily inflating particular certain elements to keep their stocks high. Um, I think that over time you can't do that. Over time, that there's just a natural correction. Um, when that happens, you know, right now the Dow Jones is sitting at about sixteen thousand um, points, the highest that it's ever been. Sooner or later, that's going to correct itself. Okay, every one thousand point on the Dow is worth $2 billion. Uh, yeah, I think that correction is going to happen because it's um, – do you think that there's going to end up being a balance coming between – you know, we, we talk about – people talk about how the um, the um, there's the middle class is shrinking. Uh-huh. Do you think that, that there's um, – some of those corrections going to bring some of that back into balance? No. Okay. No. Um, uh at least not now. Um, my feeling we won't probably see that until about 2023, but that's a whole other show that we'll do when we're much older. Um, <laughs> and we will probably have dentures then. Because <laughs> that's in 10 years. <laughs> um, uh, we'll be in our 50s, Jackie, having that conversation. Um, I don't think that there – I think that these particular things take a lot of time. Um, and, uh, you know, what, what I don't see, the big question that I have, and I have no astrological um, uh, information behind it, but the big gigantic question that I have, Jackie, is this. What we're not, see, we're, we're not seeing the unemployment rate drop drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still at around 8%. Um, uh, but we're seeing profits of these particular companies soar. What we have been told over and 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 over again by politicians is that the more money that businesses make, the more people that they're going to hire, and you're not seeing that. That's why why my intuitive hunch is that there's going to be a stock correction. Yeah. Um, and I, I think some of the housing numbers are coming up too fast. So, I think yeah. They're, they're, yeah. For example, Jackie, if um, a pretty safe, pretty secure stock is Amazon.com right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in. It's like three hundred and something dollars a share. It's very, very high. But the employment figures. Um, in regards to, you know, if Amazon is making that much money, clearly they're going to need new people to um, uh, pack those little boxes, and they're going to need to hire more people to create all, all of those little droids that they're going to make, um, which I thought was amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but we're not seeing the employment figures change in regards to that. Um, so that's why uh, I get the feeling that there's going to be a stock correction that's going to happen at one of those points. Astrologically, I can only say that we have eclipses in the sign of Taurus and uh, in the sign of Scorpio. We have Saturn in Scorpio, which likes to restrict. Um, so that's where my hunch is going to go in regards to that. Okay. So we are – are we running out of time already? No. No? Okay, we got time. All right, just checking. <laughs> you got plenty of time, Doug. Right, my, my, my clock was showing lots of, lots of time spent. So keep going. Um, uh, the next, we do, do have um, uh, a little bit of a glimmer of hope in 
um, which is in Cancer right now. It will change to Leo, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, Jupiter in Cancer will trine um, Saturn in Scorpio. Now, this is the last time that this is going to happen, I believe, until 2024, I believe. Uh, don't correct me. It's, it's a long time, let's put it that way, okay. uh, that we see a trine. Um, Jupiter is the new guard. It is the new ideas. It's the inspirational vision. It's the expansion. In trine, so it's going to work well with Saturn and the foundation, okay? So with this, this is a great year. 2014 is a great year to plant seeds. It's not a great year to harvest. But it's a great time for you to plant the seeds in regards to where you want change to happen in your life. If you want to return to school, 2014 is the year to do it. If you want to start a idea concept of a new business, 2014 is the year to do it. If you want to expand your business, 2014 is the year to begin to uh, start that particular process. It's not the year to, to reap it, which won't be until 2016. But now is the time to begin to plant those seeds, okay? You need to be forward-thinking is basically what that transit is stating. So really begin to start to take a look at where in your life that you want to make these particular changes. Where do you want to see yourself in three years? Plant those seeds. Because I better not have nobody crying to me in 2016 when they don't get their miracle. <laughs> really, that's really interesting because there there are times to, yeah, I like that. Um, that's really cool. I like that. And you know what's interesting is is that um, the new guard. When you said the new guard, mm-hmm. one of the things that I had talked to, um, I was flipping some cards and I said, here's what I'm I'm seeing for. Um, 20, uh, 2014 is that there's going to be a lot of um, innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were talking about how every computer 10 jobs are lost. Mm-hmm. There's going to be different innovation on what um, what jobs, new jobs we're creating, new fields we are creating. Yeah. And I do think that there's some of that. I, I think that there's going to be a lot of green jobs that are going to be created. At least I think at the seed level for a lot of these jobs will be created in 2014. Um, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to need to be hired to man those drones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, to get out their little PlayStation and run those drones to people's houses. Yeah, so they're, um, they're going to be running underneath them. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, the uh, uh, Which, you know, Jackie, the first day that that's out, I'm ordering. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> you know something. I will be ordering. You're going to order something. Yeah, I'm going to order. I don't care what it is, but I'm going to order something. Um, uh, you know, but basically, you know, it, it, it is a year for seed planting. The other thing that is going to happen is that Jupiter is going to move in the, uh, later in the year, is going to move out of Cancer, which is about home and family and, um, uh, uh, you know, apple pie and mom and uh, our, our need to protect ourselves, basically. Um, and it is why in the last year, Jackie, things like how do we um, uh, uh, deal with bullying 
um, has come to the surface because it's more of, uh, you know, it's the area that we protect ourselves, cancer. Um, uh, Jupiter likes to expand. It likes to um, uh, bring those particular topics to the surface. Also, the other thing that I made notice of in my uh, notes is that there's one word that I have seen which has to do with food more in 2013 than ever before. Guess what that word is? What? Monsanto. Really? More in 2013 than ever, ever before, okay? But I think that what has happened with Jupiter and Cancer is that we're becoming more aware of what we're putting in our mouths, um, uh, you know, which is important, you know, uh, in, in, in regards to us, you know, realizing things about pesticides and uh, so you think, making those choices. So are you saying the Monsanto is going to be busted? No, I'm not saying that at all. They okay. have way too much power and they have way too much control. But we're becoming aware of it. And awareness is, is essential. You can now make better choices. You can go to the store and you can purchase an organic product, which is you're seeing uh, more and more stores that five years ago were not having any organic foods at all now have organic products. Um, so you're starting to see more of that particular trend. Expansion of awareness of food, cancer, food, cancer. Jupiter is going to move out of cancer and into Leo. Now, we what don't does that see mean? Leo is uh, entertainment and activities on one level, you know, uh, social activities, dating, you know, stuff like this. It would not surprise me if a new massive dating site comes up. It would not surprise me if we had some big old blockbuster movies, girl, because Wonder Woman was just cast. Um, uh, uh, you know, and she's going to be in the Superman-Batman movie that's coming up. Um, uh, you know, we're going to have some big block, blockbusters that are going to come up in 2014, big movies. Um, while Jupiter is in Leo, it's going to be big and larger than life, everything. The new gadgets are going to be larger. You will notice clothes becoming much more uh, 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 colorful or uh, colors. And I know that you love those colors, so it'll be interesting which colors you show me for 2014. <laughs> but um, uh, we actually, if people do not know, Jackie and I actually have a call on colors once a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> we do, seriously. Um, and we go to pages and look at templates and everything. It's pretty fun. But underneath all of that, Jackie, underneath the sign of Leah, um, is a story called Parsifal and the Holy Grail. Okay. Um, and basically, what you have is a boy that goes through a particular process, Percival or Parsifal, um, and he ends up having to ask a particular question. And uh, the question is, who does the Grail belong to? And really, the essence of the story is the essence of inner spirituality and inner discover, uh, discovery and being who one is and um, trying to find one's own path and one's own um, quote-unquote destiny. Um, uh, the latter part of 2014 is a great time to do that. Um, it's a great time to really explore, add to that Jupiter in trying to Saturn, add to that these other things. You know, if people are suffering, Jackie, because they're being remade, uh, made redundant in their lines of work and they're just not getting jobs there, it's a great year to go back to school. Interesting. It's a great year. And, you know, one of the things that I, uh, that, you know, in the past year, of course, I've, I've consulted with thousands of people. Um, and one of the things that I didn't hear as much about in 2013, which 
may be even a question that you can answer, Jackie, but I hear all of these people complaining about job loss and all of this other stuff. Um, and, you know, being made redundant and um, being on unemployment and trying to find, you know, in the arduous, agonizing process of finding a job. Yeah. I haven't heard a lot of people talking about going back to school. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about, well, maybe I need to train in something else. Maybe this is just not the direction for me to go in. Um, no, I haven't. I have not I have not heard as much of that. I've heard um, this past year I've heard more people um, start doing that in, that their own inner work than external work. Where going to school seems like a little more of an external work, I've had more people talking about the internal process. I've got to get rid of these fears or i got whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Now, do you think that that is part of the process of people having to look, you know, because, Jackie, I mean, I'll just be blunt and honest. Everybody was telling us when we were in high school, which was, uh, you know, when we landed off of Plymouth Rock, that we needed to go and get ourselves a degree in computers, and as long as we had a degree in computers... In some way, we would be, we would have it made. You know, well, we would have the McMansions. Now, if you get a degree in computers, you're lucky if you make fifty thousand a year. Well, okay. So here, I'm having a different experience, or or I thought it was more of a unique experience because my daughter is um, is a junior in high school. So the pressure is on to make sure that you've got, you're taking your ACTs and you're doing. That's the pressure right now. Um, and she started freaking out about it, and I got to experience that with her. And um, so that's absolutely been on my mind. But here's the interesting things is that I've been hearing on the radio, uh, reading in articles, hearing from people in general. Not everybody needs to go to college. Yeah. College isn't for everybody. Some of the things that you want, you might want to do do not need a college degree, and you're wasting your money and wasting your time. That's what I'm hearing from people is that, you know, it's just, that was that was a waste of my time. I'm doing something totally different that I didn't need college for. Uh, but Jackie, are you worried that that is just the state of the marketplace now? But these people in 20 years, because they have no education at all, that the state of the marketplace may be very, very different, and then they're sitting in their 40s and screwed. I am worried about that because um, there is something that. Well, I think what what some people were talking about is specialized, being more specialized versus generic. Mm-hmm. That, <coughs> excuse me, these generic overall degrees um, are not going to get you where you want to go. And, and that's kind of true because it's um, being specialized is more of the push right now, having something specific that you're best at. Whereas I was reading the other day that one of the things, that, that they're talking about credit reform, Mm-hmm. And one of the things that a lot of people are wanting to include in a credit score now is do you or do you not have a college degree? If you do, your credit score will be higher than somebody that doesn't. Well, and I think that's a bad plan. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I think that it is. Um, because I don't have a college degree, and I know other people who run amazing businesses who do not have a college degree. Um, or are very successful in different areas that do not have a college degree, but they make way more money than people with a college degree. So I think that yeah. that's, that's a, um, a falsity. Well the, well, the other thing that is going on currently is that your credit score can determine whether or not you get a job. 
I think that's a bad plan, too. Well, that's already happening. Yeah. I um, uh, and I, I, I think that a lot of these particular things, uh, I think that people have to look at things in a much more broader perspective. We have a tendency to look at things in a very now 2013, 2014 way. And 2014 is screaming at us, you have to plant seeds. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's the big lesson is, is absolutely plant the seeds. Start, start working on the... Um, it's you know what, and I think with all of this that you're talking about is is this is 2014 sounds like it's going to be the lesson of um, there is no such thing as instant gratification. It's going to be a lesson in patience and pre-planning and pre-work. Yeah. Because everything that you were talking about is is the peace process is a lot of work. The um, the uh, financial process is a lot of, you, you have to do, 2014 is about, like you said, planting your seeds and doing your work. Yeah, it, it's about planting the seeds and then, the, you know, the particular effort that you're going to go through. We do have a couple of retrogrades that I want to mention okay. real quick. We do have Venus retrograde that will be going on until um, uh, all of January. Um, uh, and it starts at the end of December, or December the 23rd, I think, of this, of this year. this year? Yeah. Um, Venus in retrograde is going to happen in the sign of Capricorn. Um, uh, it's not a great time for business. So um, uh, January is not a point in which I would uh, uh, look to – I would go back through all of my old business articles on um, uh, Coventry Creations and look at my suggestions in regards to um, using um, uh, the energy of what you have now rather than – new stuff or um, going back to basics, all of this particular stuff, it's not going to be a real big um, financial period. Venus retrograde kind of denies good finances. That's interesting because our plan for January is reintroducing the oils. Yes. So that's going back to some basics. And um, the other thing about January is that I'm um, I'm reworking a few things and um, um, letting a few things go. Yeah. Interesting. So, so it is. It, it is a great time to do that. It's not a great time for investments. It's not a great time um, in regards to making an enormous amount of money. Um, you can, um, but uh, it's not a real benefit. I wouldn't take any risks during a Venus retrograde. Okay. The next thing that we have is Mars is going to go retrograde, and that is going to happen in. Where's my planner guide? Mars is going to go retrograde in. March, and it will stay retrograde all the way until the middle part of May. Um, Mars will be retrograde in the sign of Libra, which has to do with relationships and partnerships. And um, Mars retrograde likes to bring about wars. <laughs> I was just going to say, it sounds like um, some alliances are going to be broken. But uh, alliances are going to be broken. Um, uh, treaties. Uh, treaties uh, will be discarded. Um, business relationships will change. Um, marriages, especially with it being in Libra. Um, uh, Jackie and I's uh, private practices will boom those months, um, you know, because relationships will be um, uh, problematic. Um, and, uh, you know, that there is, you know, I've described to you Mars um, in retrograde before. It's getting into the car, pushing the gas pedal with the brakes on. 
You want to make movement. You can't. Hmm. So Mars is, and it's going to be in the sign of relationships for approximately, I think it's six months. So I see, I see a, a more more government breakdown, more U.S. government breakdown. Libra also has to do with laws. Um, so um, there can be laws that change. Um, uh, it would not surprise me if during Mars retrograde that there's changes and or tweaks to the Affordable Health Care Act. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mainly because um, the distribution of that has not been great. Mm. Also, interestingly enough, Jackie, that the day that people absolutely have to have health care is March 1. That's interesting. Yep. And it's the day that Mars goes retrograde. So. <laughs> Ironic. Ironic. So let me ask you a question. Yes. What, what do you suggest for people magically? Um, with all that is... Yeah. Um, Gosh, it's it's the um inner balance. Keeping that inner balance going, keeping um keeping grounded so the stability. Um I see um throughout all this is well that stability candle or even the scales oh, why the scales of justice keep coming into my head. Probably because Mars is in Libra. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. But um yeah, that's that's probably a big part of it. I I um Hmm. Um, I, I'm 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 a little bit at a loss. I should know this off the top of my head. But what I'm thinking in in this whole process is um, uh, looking at the key words that you're saying. It's really about. Um, I know why I can't think of one particular candle because it's going to be different for everybody, and I know that's a little bit of a cap out. But it's your focus on why you're mm-hmm. picking your candles. Yeah. Your focus on why you're picking your candles is is still about that internal work and and paying attention to what's coming up to the surface. So a lot of spiritual cleansing in combination with um, with other things that you're doing. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, one of the things that I wanted to to note is you can order five cases of peace candles from Coventry, and I recommend anybody do that, mm-hmm. um, mainly just so that Jackie has the sale. But if you uh, <laughs> If you have those peace candles burning, yet at the same time, Jackie, you're unwilling to look at your stink and how you're applying to it, you're just wasting wax. Yeah. And although I have to tell you, here's the ironic thing. Peace candle is not going to be offered all year long anymore. It's going to only be offered in the in the um, winter months. Um, that's one of the changes that, that's happening, and I know that I'm going to get a lot of groans and some hate mail about it, but I I had to remelt um, a lot of peace candles that got old. Yeah. Um, so maybe we need to rethink that, but we'll 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 take we'll take a peek at it. I need to remind Monica the next time that I call for an order too, because I want to see what messed up candles look like. <laughs> <laughs> send me some messed up ones. <laughs> some rejects. Yeah, send me a reject. I just want to see what it looks like. Um, uh, you know the, uh, but basically, yeah, I, I, I think that um, there are a lot of really, really potent changes now uh, that, that are going to occur. But I think that we all have to do the inner work, and I think that that's what 2014 says. Um, uh, and it's your own personal inner work, and it's the stuff. And you're going to find, from what you're saying, what I was picking up is that. And quit doing everybody else's on the internet's inner work, but not your own. Right, but it's. 
you're going to experience some painful. I think we're we're all going yeah. to experience some painful stuff coming up that says, "Do this inner work now." Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you, and um, uh, uh, you know, so it's so it's going to be very interesting to say the least. So, storm. Yes, ma'am. You know, you have everyone has a unique um, astrological chart, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, out, of, out of everything that you said, um, is there something that stands out that is going to be the most profound or obvious, or or um, that we really need to watch out for? Um, global. I mean, as a country, as a as a as a culture. I would watch out for Mars retrograde. We tend to go to war during Mars retrograde, um, and we t- or we tend to have military um, activity during Mars retrograde. Um, the other thing, and also we also tend to do it during Venus retrograde, surprisingly enough, um, as well. Um, the main, the, the main, the main thing that stands out to me that is, and it's what my mind goes back to over and over, is those eclipses. There's something very disturbing about those eclipses to me. Um, uh, and it, it has more to do with my intuitive nose um, uh, than it does astrologically. But um, I think that uh, if anything, if you're not going to do anything else, if you're not going to look at your own sink, at least look at your own checkbook. <laughs> Um, and, and really, really get clear on what you're spending money on. I mean, there's so many people, Jackie, that are just wasting and wasting and wasting financial resources um, on stuff that is not even necessary, you know, because they want a new Louis Vuitton purse. Yeah. Um, you know, when is that really necessary? These are uh, these are the things that I think it's important for us to look at, especially with those with those eclipses. Okay. So the lesson on and the eclipses. sixty eclipses, by the way, last a long time. They're not fast. So whatever events occur in April and October will have long-lasting effects. April, I'm jotting notes. I'm going to put it all on my calendar. Um, so, so the the thing to to pay attention to is what comes up for you during the eclipse. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Because then that's something that you really need to pay attention to and work on in your life. Also, when Mars is in retrograde from March until the middle part of May, what is frustrating you? Right. And what about when Venus is in retrograde? It's from the 23rd of December through January what again? It's February the 1st. February 1. Really, really, uh, Venus retrograde has a lot to do with our relationships. Relationships go crazy. Um, You and I will go crazy because we both have Libra rising. Um, uh, Old relationships from the past that still need amputation may possibly come back to the surface. Ooh, I like that you said that old relationships are going to pop up to the surface, but it's old relationships that need amputation. Yeah, it may pop up to the surface. Um, uh, Also, you you know, for for me personally, okay, um, uh, you know, I I look at that Venus retrograde and it's in the sign of cancer and I have an issue with, uh, you know, I'm a recovering um, approval addict. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you know, so basically, um, you, you know, for me, Jackie, it is really being vigilant during that particular time period about doing what it is that I want to do rather than people pleasing. Yep. Good, good, good point there. So, you know, we know before when I said, oh, my God, are we running out of time? I had a weird clock running that was running double time. We're running out of time. Now we're running out of time. <laughs> so, so, but on a positive note, 
again, this is another year of cleaning house. Yeah. So be patient. It looks like it sounds like from what you said, there's 2015 is going to be a little more interesting. Uh, 2015 is the, is the beginning of the end, um, uh, and 2016 is 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 uh, you know harvest time. It's where things become a lot more stable. So so that's this is this is our lesson in patience. And yeah. 2014 is one more. Yeah. A little bit more patience. A little bit more patience. A little bit more patience. Continue to. Play. And a little bit more being good to people. Yeah. Why not? It's easy. It's easy to be good to people. It's actually really easy to be good to people. Yeah. It feels good. And smile. Yeah. So we're going to turn this full circle. <laughs> being good to people starts with smiling. So, you know what, everybody? We need to keep it magic. And what else do we need to do, Storm? We need to speak life and everybody have a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Christmas is coming up. And don't forget to visit CoventryCreations.com, StormSestivani.com, KeepItMagic.com, and maybe we'll ask Jackie.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. Keep it magic. And what else do they need to do? Speak life. Everybody's mother child.